Look, I'm gonna be honest. We're recording this episode just after episode 10. We don't really have much time to figure another day. We changed shirts. Matthew prepared a new coffee just to fake everything. I can't lie to the people, Matthew. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I put now I'm drinking two coffees. <laughs> I love it. Let's do this more often. <laughs> Anyways, roll the intro music. <laughs> How's the goodbye, people? Welcome to another episode of the Good Vibe series. If you're new here, my name is Nelson. And my name's Matty. And we're committed to sharing the good vibes with the world. Empowering and inspiring people one episode at a time. <laughs> you will never get it right. Yeah, but that was good the, too. Even, <laughs> even, even if we record the episode just straight away and you get another chance, you will never get it right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it could be like it's turning into one of those things where I, I can just dish out a... A new little bit of advice every single week. <laughs> Before they were educating, now they're inspiring. Oh, oh yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's a sentiment. <laughs> Just because you can't remember the exact yeah, well, one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some of the best things in history were accidents. Like what? Oh, just something to say, really. I don't know. <laughs> it's such a classic thing to say. You know, some of the best things that ever happened. I, a lot of the were things in, a lot of the best like scenes and stuff in movies were just improvised. They weren't actually written down in the script. Like babies, babies, quite often are accidents. That's true. <laughs> do you know? You know the movie Django. Uh, well, you have a dog. Called Jack. I do. Yeah. So I like the movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I, really? You know it though. Yeah? They didn't notice. Do you know the scene at the dinner table at the end and Leonardo DiCaprio cuts his hand? I can't I can't remember much about the movie. Right. So I, there's this scene where he gets angry, right? Mm. And he's just being his acting self and he grabs mm. some shit and he smashes a plate or a bottle and in real life he slices his hand open. Oh, it, it wasn't planned. Yeah. He didn't stop the stop the thing. Then he went up to the the black slave woman and went up behind her and he's like talking in her ear and then he gets blood and rubs it down her face and she is horrified. Like you see it in her face and it's his real blood and he was just deep in the acting scene and he's cut his hand, continued acting, wiped it all over her face and they used it. It's in the film. Well, that that will be a genuine reaction for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how you know that that will be like the LeBron James of acting yeah. kind of thing. You know, like cutting your hand in the middle of a film and just thinking to yourself, "Oh, this is great. This I'm is using good. this. Yeah. Actually, I'm rubbing this on her face. <laughs> I think this will get a great reaction." Yeah. I wonder if if that's what went through his head. Or if he's so deep he's in the so character, deep that he didn't even he realize. Didn't, he didn't even realize. He's like, I just cut my hand. I'm gonna wipe it on this fucking chick's face. Like <laughs> he actually thought it was happening. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how it works. Yeah, that that would be interesting. Um, we, we can ask Patch when he's on the podcast. Oh, I'm excited to have Patch. He's mm. he's being also so supportive of the podcast, constantly, you know, listening to episodes and giving, you know, a little bit of 
feedback push like hey love you guys love Killing you guys we us. love you too patch yeah, i hope the uk is not too shit right now <laughs> fuck yeah um he's like one of the sweetest guys ever so yeah very excited to have him on the podcast so jake paul jake paul offered 50 million dollars to conor mcgregor not just that he talked shit about his wife and dana white because mm. um from my understanding conor can't really take that fight even if he wanted unless dana is in with it because he's under con under contract with ufc mm-hmm. that it's insane that this kid is literally doing everything in his power to get that fight with Connor and he brought something that pretty much no one can just turn around which is 50 million dollars yeah i mean the the money's the money's too much right yeah he's like, got it like they got to do it even dana he's not making that much money from one little thing he needs it too yeah that and and it's Suppose that supposedly that UFC is not doing as well as we think it is. In, in like supposedly, I don't know. Jake said that, and I, he's I deep that. into like businesses and investments, and you know how they they go tr- on the market and stuff. And apparently, there's something that is not going very well for UFC. I mean, I I don't think this year would be very profitable because they're not having crowds and they're not selling merch. And I think they've lost a lot of revenue streams. They were the only one to keep going, which is probably good for brand growth when it turns around next year and the year after. And UFC is probably in a stronger place than the ones that stopped and have to restart. Yeah. So I like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't trust Jake Paul too much on business because he's a YouTuber. Yeah. Um, and it's not his business. But, yeah, I'm, I'm sure this year hasn't been great for UFC and a $50 million fight would be quite nice yeah, to, that, that would be. to kickstart at 21. <laughs> like, yeah, and imagine that's just to get him to fight, but then, like, the lead-up to it and whatever pay-per-views they sell, like, it's, it's just going to be insane. And, and yeah. it's well, just... I, yeah. I was thinking there's the contract would have a lot of things attached to that because... It's not worth fifty million for Jake to fight him, so it's probably fifty million, and I get the rights to distribute, or I get this, or I get this. It's done up from a business sense, so Jake oh, yeah, knows sure. he's going to get. He'll have like lots of benefits if, you, if you're getting, you know, yeah. if he's giving putting so, fifty on the table. Yeah, so he's probably had to go like, this is going in your pocket. This is how everyone else is getting paid. It would be a full plan. Yeah, but. Yeah, there's a lot of people behind it. That's not Jake like making oh, picking up yeah. that contract. Like there's a, a full on team being like, okay, boys, here we go. We're going to war. How do we get these fifty racks and the best deal of our lives? You know, like, um, and and from the fighter perspective, from Connor, he's like, he is one of those humans that he takes no shit. Like. He's an actual assassin. He's a trained assassin, a killer. Like, he does not give a fuck to get into trouble in real life outside of a cage. We have seen it many times, you know, like him getting charges, going to jail, all these things because he punched someone in a bar. 
because um, he tried to kill another fighter, you know, with a chair or whatever. Like, if he runs into Jake Paul after everything he has said, I'm, bro, I don't, I think he will kill him. <laughs> I think he will actually kill him. I don't know. I think he could be a marketing genius and that's all for sure. I, bro, I don't. He's chauvinistic. I, he's a, he's a he's, market. He's, he's a chauvinist. Of course, he is. But uh, he he's also a a true assassin. Like I think he will actually disappear, Jake Paul, if he runs into him <laughs> on the street. But n not if Jake Paul's worth fifty million to him. Uh, yeah, unless he's like, I can't kill you just yet. I'll kill you. On camera <laughs> later. Yeah, and and like from his perspective, it's like fifty millions to whoop some ass of a some YouTuber's ass that also talks shit about my wife and stuff. Why not? You know, like yeah. But the the the, the risk of getting knocked out by YouTubers. Yeah, that that's like he's the one that has something to lose, of course. But also the chances of knocking McGregor out. Well, that he's got. Uh, this is something we disagree on. Yeah. I, I think, I think Jake has a better shot at McGregor than Logan has at Floyd. I, I, yeah, that's that's one thing. Like, I believe fighting Floyd Mayweather, even though he's probably the greatest boxer of all time, whatever. It's it's an easier fight in a sense compared to fighting McGregor. I think McGregor is someone that if you he's going for the kill. Mayweather, he's going for the defense. He's going to make you slip. He's going to ridicule you in front of people and be like, "Oh, yeah, you can't even touch me." kind of thing. Like but true dangerous like being in a dangerous position for Logan, I think the worst thing that could happen to him is getting too fatigued, getting very exhausted, not being able to handle. Well, that's a hundred percent what's going to happen. Twelve rounds, and then um, Floyd picks he's him gonna, apart. He will pick him apart, and he's too big and too heavy. So if he doesn't land that shot, he's going to be slow. Yeah, that that's like the. If I were Logan, I would be scared of that, of getting so tired that this guy's just. Yeah, like unleash the beast on you, and would, then you go down because still, of that. Stand still and let Floyd Mayweather unleash the beast on my face. He's the, the one that has to bring the fight. Like <laughs> Logan doesn't really have to go after him. He he doesn't. Re he can be patient and wait for him to come, and then really try to land the shot. But he, like Floyd is the boxer. He's the one that's supposed to be like, yeah, okay. Here's the YouTuber. Go after him. You know, like. So, yeah, it's, and it's the same for Jake and Connor. Connor is the f true fighter, so mm. he, he's going after it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How's his boxing games not incredible, though? Connor? Connor. Oh, bro. He, he, he already had the experience of Floyd. Imagine how much he has improved. That was three years ago. He yeah, but he, like, retired after that. Yeah, but, like, after that, he had some love for boxing, and he knows that eventually that rematch is going to happen. So he, he never fully quitted boxing kind of thing. Floyd's about to hit, what's he, 44? Well, in, in like he's been pushing for that rematch, you know. But I think Floyd knows that 
giving him a second chance might be a mistake because it's like, oh, I already won. Why would I risk it again? Why would you do it again? Why would I risk it? How much money does Floyd Bloody need? <laughs> Bro, that's a, that's another question. That that yeah. brings a great question. Like, why, why is Floyd taking that fight with Logan? Like, he has to be in need for money. He, he that, can't. There's he, no he way. To. Like, people say that that guy burns all his money. And... and I don't know what is he doing, but what what's the need for him of taking that fight? Why would he take the risk of that? Man, fifty and oh, what is what is the price on that legacy? Well, it seems like it has a price. It seems like it has a price. <laughs> Just fucking leave it, bro. You have half a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. Just leave it. Yeah, but dude, I don't know. I wonder. I wonder how actually well is he, how much money he actually has, because you shouldn't have the need of taking that fight no but then you see sort of what he does and it sort of makes sense i mean he he's putting down like three hundred thousand dollar bets on the nba and stuff right so he, he's yeah. he's a bit reckless um he's, he's he needs a financial advisor <laughs> that's what he needs financial we advisor be. we could be don't, don't spend that 50 million dollars unless you're going to fight someone else and get it, <laughs> yeah. all, and get it all back immediately yeah. Yeah. like I think he he's not going to be broke broke because he's got a name mm. um, yeah that, that happens with a lot of them most, most people went broke Mike Tyson went broke a lot of rappers go broke too because they spend too much have you seen how many cars that motherfucker has who uh, Mayweather I haven't seen his cars bro man he's got like three Bugattis really yeah He's Why? Got, uh, I, Too much flexing, man. Yeah, I think he some cars he he he's got in black and in white, so he can have two versions of it. Like, isn't that like someone that doesn't know what to do with that much money? I don't know. And I'm well, he's he's obviously May, money Mayweather. Like, <laughs> yeah. He loves spending obviously. money. If that's what he loves doing, that's yeah. how he ticks, and he's got the money. He earned it. Meh, I get it. Yeah. But fuck, it'd be sad if he went broke. I don't think he would. Surely he'd have to be like, okay, 25% is like mm. invested in some heavy shit that's mm. legit. Mm. So worst case scenario, I'm only going to be worth 50 million. Like, he can't yeah. be that dumb. Yeah. That, I, I, dude, I don't know. I really don't get it. Like how are you putting all your legacy at risk? Even though, yeah, everyone thinks you will win. You think you'll win, of course. Like, but why risk it? Like, why why risk it with someone that if if he pulls a miracle, all your legacy is destroyed in one night? Because people will be like, yeah, fifty and but he lost to a fucking YouTuber. Hilarious, you know. Anyways, moving on. Um, Matthew, love. Why do we as humans love? to choose the wrong person why do we choose constantly the person that is not gonna love us back or the person that we know is not the right one why do we love get playing that game of chasing someone that is not really into us instead of going for the person that is giving everything to you that is doing you know all having all the the sweet and the little details with you. Why do we always choose 
the person that is there to break your heart and has a big sign saying, I'm here to break you. Are we saying, why do we or why do you? Uh, uh, no, no. Why do we, everyone? We, I did all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> you low-key motherfucker. I don't know what this we business is. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's there's a bunch of things there. The, I think if you're not ready, right, maybe self, self subconsciously, you don't really want to pick the right one. You want to... You want to explore a little bit, make sure you get some options. You're, you don't want to find a nice girl that at this point in your life might be a bit boring to settle down with. Does that sound familiar? That's kind of, yeah, but... Or you're looking for the reasons to make her break your heart. What? Okay, that's interesting there. Why would I look... Say, say just... Assuming just that that's me. An example of a guy called Nelly that isn't anyone <laughs> that we know. Very close to Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you find a girl and she's... Even if she's doing, like, most of the right things, right? She's not going to be super perfect. No, of course. I, th- I think if you're of the mind frame that I'm getting in a bit too deep here, I actually got a few friends that are like that. They mm. just don't want a proper relationship right now they're just not ready Mm. and the relationship can be going sort of fine do they know they're not ready they're yeah but i don't think they fully admit it like they they know they're not ready but they also are hopeful enough to go into a relationship and then it hits a certain stage and they Mm. they back out or they're like oh he does this or they do that and they're finding a reason to make it not quite work. Yeah. Um, I got really tired. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, one of Beck's friends was bad at it for the last year. It was like she kept going on dates with dudes and would go for like three dates. Yeah. The minute she actually felt some form of feeling. Yeah. Nah, she came up with excuses. Yeah, she backed out. And it was dumb excuses. It was like. Like what? I don't know, like he talks about himself too much. It's like... Well, that's a, that's not such no, a bad no, excuse. But, but it wasn't really the case because she hung out with him enough and she actually started to like him. Or oh, just wouldn't didn't talk text during the day enough. Or just, just like if it was legitimate, like if, mm. yeah, he was actually super full of himself, mm. I get it. But I think it was more just like, oh, I need a little out here. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about when you have been single for a very long time? You get to know yourself very well. What do you want? What are you looking for? Or well, not really looking for, because you're not, you're not, you're not looking for it. But you, but you're, you're pretty much ready for it. And then, you sort of get options of course and then you have options of people that would do anything to be with you kind of thing you know like they're and they're super sweet humans all these things and and all around they're great they're great you still have that little thing of finding like little things to use as an excuse but then someone appears that 
you can tell he's she's just there to have fun you know like oh the other way around a dude could be for a girl as well like a dude that you can tell from 10 kilometers away he that human just wants to have fun but <laughs> you are super attracted to that person like you are almost falling in love a first thing I, what why is that like, i think that means you're not ready because <laughs> if you know why what but why would that mean you're not ready because you know what that's going to turn out like you know how that's going to end but that how does that makes you not being ready because you it? know if you're not ready to make a long commitment no you are ready no but the other person is not no i'm saying you think you're ready but you're actually not why not because if you were truly looking for a long commitment, mm. you you would recognize what that other person is and you wouldn't be attracted to them because you know how it ends. If you were saying, I, I really, really want to settle down, mm. you would look at that girl that has all those things and she's she's safe and she's nice and she's like, ah... I, I think it's a... You're not uh, ready. You see, it's, a, no, it's, no, it's a tricky one. It's not a tricky one. I'm pretty sure it's just subconsciously you're going like self-sabotage. I'm going for that one. <laughs> self-sabotage. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That, that's pretty much it. I, I think that even if you're reflecting and you're thinking, I know myself well now, I'm ready uh, for a relationship. Uh-huh. I don't think... I don't think you are. <laughs> Wait, are you, are you actually talking about me right now? <laughs> I'm saying if you're in that predicament. <laughs> any, <laughs> anyone in that predicament, <laughs> if you're picking the bad option. You looked at me in the eyes. <laughs> fucking. I'm pretty sure um, our friend Tim was doing that a couple times. He, he was what was he doing? Picking the self-sabotaging option. <laughs> it's but like... If you're super, like, if you feel ready, you're ready to love. You know everything, but what, why, and you get super attracted think- to that person that is simply just to, like, they're on a stage of having fun, but you feel like there's so many things about that person that really connects with you, and you have, you know, like, everything from sex, connection, friendship, um, fun, well, and a lot of traits that you okay. look into a human. Why does that makes you? How about this, right? There's definitely some sort of innate uh, characteristics within humans to want to change someone else. I think that's a, a large reason why you see so many girls with guys that treat them like shit for long periods of time. Because mm. girls especially, uh, like they're more caring, apathetic. They want to better a guy i can change him like it's a classic story i can story. tame the, the beast i can tame the beast yeah. so if if you see someone that you perceive as a challenge maybe there's something in like the human psyche yeah. that attracts you to them because it's it's a a challenge to overcome it's a like i can make this person i can completely change that mindset of wanting to just have fun but then depending on how you're coming at it that's just that's just playing the chase again that's not it's not necessarily i'm ready for a relationship that's just another version of the chase 
you, you you get me thinking but i'm trying to also use myself as an example because obviously i've been like single almost my my entire my entire life pretty much so like i i i've got the opportunity to meet different girls of completely different mindsets completely different circumstances and experiences you know out of relationship completely single in a relationship you know all these things so it like i definitely know what i want i'm trying i'm trying to put in like i'm like a general perspective of someone that will be in a similar position to me why why do we keep choosing people that we know like even though we are ready and so i'm i'm i know i'm very picky that's that's a thing i do know like i do understand that i have raised the standards a lot because like the more you meet people the more you experience you're like okay yeah i definitely don't want this i don't want that whatever like the more you step your game as a human like the more i educate myself the more i the better i do um in terms of building my own business all these things uh, and taking care of my of my mind body health etc i'm like yeah I'm, I'm, you know what you bring to the table you know this is what i told someone not long ago like I know exactly what I'm bringing to the table. I have the self-awareness to know sort of what's my value and I'm I don't want to come as a come off as an arrogant person, but like you need to know because if you don't put value to yourself, no one else will put it for you. You you can have I I could have the prettiest house in a neighborhood and have also the lowest value compared to the other houses because I didn't decided that that was the most beautiful house in the neighborhood kind of thing, you know? And the market, the people out there are like, oh yeah, like that house is really not that beautiful because the owner doesn't value it. Like he said it's, it's worth $5 when in the eyes of other people, that's a million, you know? So I, I think what an analogy. Yeah, I'm trying to make it work. I don't, did it make sense? Did it make sense? It or made not? sense. It was loose, but it made sense. Yeah. So the value thing, yes. Like the value has yeah, to I come of you. It. You know, like what well, there's. I think being picky and stuff is fine. Um, if you have a very strong idea of the girl that you want, which you do, I uh, sort of do. Yeah, sort of do. I mean. Room, room to like. I, I it's have malleable. room for error, of, of course. Um, yeah. So it's okay so to start with. It's going to be hard to find that girl, but then the harder bit is when you find that girl. Is she going to fit in? Right? Is, is she, she ready? Is she? Well, that's what I mean. Because it's not is just she gonna about fit me. In? Is she going to be ready? Is she going to like you back? When and then other two lives actually going to go together? Because let's say you find some Spanish surfer chick that likes photos mm-hmm. that's probably going to mean she likes <laughs> that sounds pretty ideal to me <laughs> it sounds ideal wow but I, <laughs> all the things that i like in a sentence <laughs> yeah um but but what if she's got a you know what if she's like an actual good surf photographer and she's always flying around the world and then she's you know maybe she's only back here a couple months a year like you'll and then never you don't have actually, it all it will never be perfect yeah. what was the second episode called yeah i can't remember you can have it all but not at once not at once yeah um so like there's so many challenges that great are great gonna... memory matthew great memory wow yeah. 
Um, there's there's so many challenges that are going to come up even when you find it. So I think as you get older, I think you're in a stage where you really got to focus on your career. And I don't think you can do that. Now you're talking to Nelson. I'm talking to Nelson. Yeah, now. okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you can do that and the relationship thing at the same time. And succeed. Uh, and succeed without... Um, not, compromising. Not compromising. Well, changing your mindset, which you call compromising. And because you call it compromising, that's why I think that now is not the right time. Because it's not necessarily compromising. It's being more open to other people. You don't have to do that. I'm not saying you have to do that. But I'm saying... You, you will be more ready at a later stage in your life once you have some other shit sorted. That's what I think. This is great conversation. <laughs> I'm loving this uh, this love subject. We're we're running out of time, unfortunately. Um, oh no, I got all the time in the world. Let's let's stay and talk about your love life. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this this is quite general. Not not all this stuff. Might be or not be happening. <laughs> um, anyways, we, we will talk um, about love we again. We can't use myself as an example because I've just been in a relationship forever. Yeah, I know, but mm. you're a great example of the opposite side of it, mm. which we can get into in, in another episode. Um, yeah, lo love this conversation, by the way. Love it. Love on love. Where, yeah, exactly. Love. It's time to wrap up, but since we're talking about love, why should people tell today to their loved ones maddie to the people in their life that are really showing up when things are bad when things celebrating with them when things are going well you know the people that actually care about you and not the humans that you're trying to chase and don't show love back what what should we do today about those nice humans in our life how about this is something you do and it's sort of like you stop and say look i appreciate you and it's like oh thanks thanks no i appreciate you like once you you stop and you sort of say no like really from inside i appreciate what you do and i think people people like hearing that and people don't say it enough in a meaningful way you know oh, i love you love you too it's like no, bro. Like, I really do. It's a it's a a thing. Yeah, I do that quite often with you, Beck. I love Seth, you. Yeah. I love you too, man. Oh. You know, you know it a lot, a lot. You mean a lot to me. Um, but yeah, it's it's that saying what you actually mean, but also once the person, because usually you'll say like, "Hey, I love you," or "Hey, you're actually." very important to me or whatever and then the person will be like oh yeah yeah you too kind of thing like obviously they feel happy about it but they're kind of like yeah i i would expect this but just take that extra step that extra mile of no 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 listen that like really get their attention eye contact lock in and say it from the heart because there there's a different tone there's a different energy there is a, a little something hard to explain when it comes from the heart. 
and say whatever that person means to you or the difference they're making in your life at this point in time. Matthew, I love you with all my heart. Matthew, for real. For real. You mean a lot to me and you have helped me somehow build my dreams at this point in time and you have brought a lot of great opportunities to my life that without you, it would have never been possible and this is just the beginning. So thank you for being so such a lovely human to me when you didn't even have to. Um, thank you, Nelson. <laughs> thank you. I would like to thank you for bringing a new level of happiness and appreciation to my life. I think I sort of knew you brought that with you and that's why I wanted you in my life. And when you got here, uh, you didn't disappoint. I, I feel like you've brought you've brought the good vibes. You've brought the good vibes with you, and I've been able to sort of feed off that and improve my own life because of it. Thank you. I love you. I love you too, my man. Um, well, that's what you got to do today with the loved ones you have right now in your life go show some appreciation and i i'm i can assure you somehow appreciation will find you back where can people find you matthew you can find me on the instagram at a guy called matty where can they find you nelson at nail for life we are at the good vibes theory on instagram um i'm not sure where are we in terms of followers on instagram but we are very close to hit 100 followers which is a, a great milestone so if you want to support that and also subscribe to the youtube channel make sure to hit that red button leave a like drop a comment and if they want to give the extra mile what should they do matthew um you should probably just five star review it where do they five star review what's the best place to do it that's on apple Podcasts. um what we might do is starting to leave the link on the description of the youtube channel and so you can easily find the place where you can because sometimes i know people don't know exactly where to leave it but it's on apple podcast leave a five-star review of course because we are a high level a class probably podcast the, one of the better podcasts exactly yeah. yeah for sure we're just not there yet but we are well, no, this is episode 11, so we're... Oh, we're legit, by the we're way. We're legit. <laughs> we're legit, yeah. Once you do 10, you become a legit podcast, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. we've done it, so... Yes, yeah. Fuck, man, that, that was incredible accomplishment. Somehow, mm. we're very busy humans, and like, with different stuff, both of us going in, in our lives, and somehow, we made it through, and we're excited about it. How are, are you feeling excited about the podcast how what are i'm feeling excited yeah. i'm excited for next year yeah i think it brings a, a lot of new stuff it's a bit stressful at mm. the moment december is yep. just busy but january is going to be good i can't wait to like bring new people in yeah. and like yeah just work on the way we're doing things the way we do like our concepts and talk about random shit yeah talk mud. <laughs> <laughs>
mad shit. Talk mad shit about <laughs> Logan Paul. <laughs> Fuck yeah, <laughs> Matthew. When they when people ask him, so what do you what do you do in the podcast? We talk mad shit. <laughs> I'm gonna change the bio of Instagram. <laughs> Talking mad shit. Talking mad shit. At the good vibe theory. Since 2020. <laughs> Anyways, um, ideally we would have one more episode before the year ends, so we shouldn't this, say like we can m- say Merry Christmas though. No, 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 no. No, I think no. This one comes out in between Christmas and New Year's. Okay. And then I think the next one comes out in the New Year. So this is the last one of 2020. Oh, is it? Holy shit. Okay. Mm. So Merry Christmas, guys. Um, no, Merry Christmas has already been. Oh, it's been already? We'll say that and put it in the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so Happy New Year. Um, we hope that you have settled goals for 2021 to crush it 2020 has been such a difficult time for everyone um we all lost either some people we know some jobs we were doing for the longest um you know partners whatever we all lost a lot of different things during 2020 but don't let that feel down or not excited about 2021 because i think 2020 could have been a great year to reset everything in your life and really be accountable for the things you're doing for the habits you have built so far in your life and do a lot of introspection and decided what do you want out of life i think it was a great year to actually examine yourself and the things you're doing to reset them for 2021 so be excited because i think i think we are gonna have much better a much better year especially if you get a vaccine (laughs) and on that note boom (laughs) 